Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so... Thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! Ground ball to shortstop. The throw is to second. And again, the ball sails past LaGrange into right field. This is the hot corner. The runners will score, and a cascade of boos rain down from the stands as clearly the fans' sympathy for this scrappy little no-arm man has run out. With Harrison Lynch. Now, granted, the throw was a little wide, but you got to believe that a two-arm player would have made the catch. In fact, a one-arm player would have at least had a shot at it, which calls to mind the question once again, why, with all the two-armed youngsters waiting in the minor leagues, does this team stick with an armless second baseman? On 1080. And he hasn't had a hit in ever. In ever, Jerry. In ever. The Fan. Welcome into the Hot Corner. Tomorrow must be a Wednesday, and baby, thank God it's a Wednesday. Can't tell you how excited I am to be sitting here with you two right now. <laughs> I think we all know why. Well, we all. I know why. Well, yeah. I mean, it's nothing against. It's like I got a new, I got a new work mom two and dad. Two days left. Yeah, two, two days, days left. left. Yeah, I got a new work mom and dad lately, you know, filling in for Will Darkens. Congratulations on uh, creating life and all that stuff. But boy. Been a long four weeks, my friends. Well, yeah, you are doing two jobs at once. Yeah, yeah, but I'll tell you what. Even though I was in this building, this is the second time I've been in this building today, and I got here at 9.30 this morning. Uh, This is the highlight of my day. Aw. It reminds me, you familiar with The Last Waltz? The song no there there there's a there's a concert called the last waltz i feel like i know what you're talking about but i don't know what you're talking yeah about. it's uh it's uh there's this Is music there's this music group called the band okay the a, band very original yeah they're they're famous for they they do the song called the weight and up on cripple creek and the night they drove old dixie down and the band is famous for being the backup band for Bob Dylan when Bob Dylan went electric, when he changed from being acoustic and wanted to be electric. He had a backup band, and they were just known as the band. So they split off and did their own thing. And they did like, uh, we're, we're done. This is the last show we're ever going to do. And they recorded it, and they brought in a bunch of guests. 
And Neil Young walks on stage to do Helpless, one of his great songs, with the band backing him. And he walks out on stage and he says, it's one of the pleasures of my life to be on stage with these people right now. And that is how I feel about you two right Mm. now. That's way more specific than I thought you were going. It's all right. You know me, uh, I'm weird AF and I just drew that out for no reason. Well, because it gives you joy. Well, Patrick, and you know what? With us, just take a load off Patrick. Take a load for free. Thanks, buddy. <coughs> Mike, nothing? Something I, I don't know. <laughs> Look at this guy over here. It, it's uh, the song. Take the- a load off, Fanny. Take a load for free. It's a song by the band. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know Mike's, nothing. Mike's still like, nothing. It's I one of those. Take a load off, Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> Take a load for free. <laughs> I think if he heard the song. <laughs> that actually might not be bad metal. If Mike heard the song, I'd be like, oh. I know. Yeah. I know. It's probably it's probably true. Well, Joe, you got your bump back music. Yeah, I'm I'm, yep. I'm notoriously bad at like, what are you talking about? And I hear the song, I'm like, oh, I'm actually doing that with the Rolling Stone list I made on Spotify, mm-hmm. where I'm like, I put all those songs, and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and then I hear the song, and I'm like, oh, duh, that's what this is. But I don't know the name of the artist. I don't know the sure. name of the the song. Sure. But I know the sound from hearing it on the radio or on a commercial or on a movie or whatever. Yeah, and when it comes to old music, this kid liked to get high in his bedroom while his parents were out shopping, listening to records while he was 17 years old. Never <laughs> got mean, caught. You wink, mean, wink. You mean 21? No, that doesn't matter because it was always illegal for no matter what. That <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not uh, anymore. Just yesterday, you were getting high listening to records in your parents' bedroom at 17 years old. <laughs> no, no. It's, uh, and it, this is the best time of year for this show. It's, it's baseball play. Playoffs. Every single week, there's six million things to talk about. You got all these series. It's going to slow down a little bit as we get into just the AL and NLCS. But mm-hmm. ALCS begins Friday, so we'll have what four games done by the time we're here next week. And then yeah. NLCS will probably start Saturday. Well, I think so we'll have three. I think today's our first day off since the playoffs started. Correct. Correct. And that's only because some losers couldn't extend their games. Yes. I'm just joking. Looking but I'm, you, I'm also serious. Looking at you, Tampa. Looking at you, Chicago. God. A bunch of losers. Uh, yeah, so this is great. I mean, this is awesome. Uh, you know, it's so funny. Like, we go through this, and I'm sure there has been series that you, Joe, myself, are not that interested. I'm sure we might all share the same opinion on the one that was less interesting. Uh, but I'm still watching. I found myself last night, last night I was as I was finishing up work, I found myself myself glued to Dodgers Giants in the seventh inning. And the game was over. Last, and I'm, last night? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah last yeah, yeah. night. I'm glued to Dodgers Giants in the seventh inning, and the Dodgers are up like six runs. It was 5-1, right? 5-1 at the time, and then it got to 7-1, and I'm still like, well, who are the Dodgers going to bring in? Man? Right, the Giants have had some comeback. You know, like Brandon Crawford got a hit off Blake Trinan, and I was like, is Trinan, is that, this, that is this was, where he goes down? And then Kenley Jan, I'm like, is this where he gets lit? That you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't I, help but watch. That was a game I actually did not watch a lot of. Um, my my roommate and I are, are a hockey apartment, so we were watching the hockey games last night, and I was flipping. And I was fortunate I was work. And they had, had multiple we, we had multiple screens. I, I would go in the intermissions <clears throat> to go watch Dodgers Giants, and then uh, I flipped it on after the the crack and lost, and it was five to one. And I was like, 
This, this game's mm-hmm. just watching an inning or two. It felt over. I it just felt like it was all right. We're going to game. Five. The commentators even made a remark about that. They're like, gosh, this game feels like it's like 10 to one right now. And it's only five to one. I don't, I mean, it Dodgers have been in control the whole time. Really that, that, like that game was in particular that way for sure. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, Walker threw amaze balls, like no shocker. He's one of the greatest pitchers in a elimination game in the history of baseball. And the guy's just good. Uh, but, but for me is, I mean, I'm sure we've run into these and all this stuff It's just like, I have to watch this right now. I cannot take my eyes off this baseball game. It's too damn good. So we're lucky. That's what I say. <clears throat> we're lucky. And I'm fortunate to feel lucky. Do you know that I've already watched more hockey than I did last season, I think? <laughs> it's been a day and a half. It's been a day and a half. I think I'm right there with you, Patrick. Yeah, yeah. I don't dislike hockey. For for two reasons. A, the Kraken they started sure. last night and sure. this I is, saw you doing some live cracking tweets, Joe. Ooh. And this is my first year ever doing fantasy hockey. Oh, whoa, boy. Oh, whoa. Well, yeah. Well, that's you better, you better be watching then because you're going to need to know what the hell's going on. Oh, how, God, long, yes. how long did it take you, Joe, to know you were over your head? Um, right after I sent a gif to my buddy saying, let's do it. <laughs> you hadn't even drafted yet. You, you were like, like, oh boy, you like open the draft room and you go, who are you people? Yeah, I pulled up like the the hockey player rankings on fantasy websites like 10, 15 minutes. And I got like basically right at the top of the list. I was like, don't know who you are. <laughs> You're apparently the number five player in the league. Don't know who you are. I know you do fantasy baseball, which is such a grind on fantasy baseball. But it takes you what? I mean, you got to get through at least like what? 30 players before you get to somewhere. You're like, who's that? Right. Yeah. Well, who, was, was the, who was the consensus number one overall? Was it Connor McDavid? Uh, yeah. And then Austin Matthews and then I'm, um, Nikita Kucherov probably. Right. Uh, what's the guy for, I think he's from Montreal. Dre, Dre Sittal? Oh, Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, dry sidle. Dry sidle. Thank yes. you. Damn. Not on my team. So don't have to worry about that. <laughs> but yeah, there was a lot of guys where I'm like, all right, I'm... I get it. It's a really weird spelled name. I picked one dude for the Rangers with like my third pick and was the Banajad. Yeah. And the commissioner was like, good pick Joe. And I'm like, all right, it's over my head. I'm Let's like, go. Cool. <laughs> know what I'm he's, doing? He's pretty Maybe. good. Yeah, yeah. I always love it. Like you, you play that game for the first time, and then you make a pick, and somebody right after you goes, "Damn it, that's what I was gonna get." That happened about once because again, I didn't know anybody, but I was like, "Hey, I know that guy. He's like, pretty good." That guy sounds European. I uh, want him. I was like, "I know that name." I was like, "All right, maybe I can snag him." And then yeah, taking. A couple picks ahead of me. I'm like, oh, I was like, that's weird. I, I don't, I shouldn't have this feeling for fantasy hockey. Is Did you take any Devils players? I'd have to look. That's a um, no. That, <laughs> I know that the Devils are supposed to be pretty bad this year. There's hope that they may be able to potentially get into the playoffs. <laughs> that's a Devils fan. That's like me being like, you know, cook football, not so bad this year. Look, we've been young and rebuilding for like five years. So eventually that's going to be true. Let's it might be see. next year, though. Let's see. Don't see any NYJ so far. The NJD. 
NYJ. What is this, Jets? Oh, you got New, Zach York, New York jerseys. Yeah. You got Zach Wilson on your fantasy hockey team? Hey. Might be better than he is at football. You really only have like two players. It's like Dougie Hamilton or Jack Hughes. That's yeah, probably I'm it. not seeing any uh, NYJ there. I'll find some of that hot waiver nor, wire. Nor <laughs> NJD. Hey, does does hockey have... Um, NYJ. <laughs> I, I was definitely thinking New York Jets. <laughs> does hockey have uh, a theme song similar to uh like a mm-hmm. like our, our, our like yeah. this so they did a whole thing on it yesterday on espn that the classic espn nhl song was finally back after 17 years gone or whatever it was okay there was a six minute thing they did in an intermission fully based on that song they okay. had that thing ready to go at any moment i mm-hmm. felt like i heard that song 50 times okay yesterday. so we might need that in case we uh slip into some hockey talk like this town this town, we don't even have a hockey team. And this is the second show I've worked on today where we've talked about hockey. Here we go. Oh, I know that. Everyone knows this. Yep, I know that. You basically hear it once a week when Barry Melrose came on to do yep. his Is that an ESPN thing or is that's, that an NBC? That's ESPN. Okay. All right. So that has not been played since the last time ESPN had hockey. Well, last okay. time since Barry Melrose was on ESPN, <laughs> which was probably months ago. Well, yeah, probably. But... uh I don't know. I feel like I saw this tweet today, and it and it was I kind of disagreed with it, but it said ESPN and TNT having hockey is making it relevant again. Oh well, yeah, but well, that's was, what I always. I mean, I always say this about soccer. The reason soccer doesn't take off is because ESPN doesn't want it because you can't have a commercial in forty five minutes. the The thing that bothers me about that is that NBC did a phenomenal job with the NHL, mm-hmm. just like they do with Premier League, and the the channel's going away. Because yeah. they lost hockey, they're losing Premier League. It's yep. going to go to TNT, right? Mm-hmm. TNT, and um, so it's going away. And they have Peacock, which they'd rather do Peacock anyway. I think that NBC Sports Network is the best sports channel that exists, but yet nobody watches it mm-hmm. or cares. Mm-hmm. So it was weird to me to see that tweet that said ESPN and TNT are saving in the NHL. I'm like, why? Did was everybody just like? Incapable of finding NBC Sports in their guide? Well, just yeah. real quickly for me. 732 on Comcast. I got ESPN Plus, and I know that they're going to carry an absolute S-ton of NHL games. Oh, all of them. The NHL TV is gone. Uh, like MLB TV, like uh, where you get all the games. That was NHL TV. It's gone. ESPN Plus has everything. Yeah. So, except for the national games, I think. So, I mean, that plus the Kraken being a newer team, intrigued about them. My Sharks are going to suck this year, so I can't really get too excited about that. But that's that's what's piqued my interest in it this year. Oakley Doakley. <clears throat> Were you going to turn off the hockey game? No, no, I was looking for something. I'll tell you in the break. Uh, Oakley Doakley, <laughs> we got a show going for you today. It is Major League Baseball playoffs. We got the ALCS is set the NLCS is yet to be decided, but one team has punched your ticket. We will cover it all. We'll look back at what we saw. Look ahead to what we think. There is a lot, lot, lot to unpack with this today. You can find us on social media. Mike's on Twitter at Mike Lynch 27 You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at PDD085. Our fantastic producer, Mr. Joseph Fisher III, he is on Twitter and Instagram as well at JoeFish3. That's F-I-S-C-H. Harass us. We love it. 503-250-1080 is the text line. That bad boy will let you react, let you interact with us throughout the entire show. Say something fun and we might read it on the air. Shout out Robbie Robertson and Van Morrison. Uh, when we come back, what do you want to start, Mike? 
I feel like we should start with the only series still going. Yeah, you want to start Dodgers-Giants? I believe that's where we should begin. The showdown of showdowns? And then we can kind of put a bow on each of the other three series that have since gone kaput. Hey, don't threaten me with a good time. Dodgers-Gigantes in a do-or-die game five tomorrow night. We'll do that next. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. I pulled into Nazareth, was feeling about half past dead. I just need some place where I can lay my head. And Mr. Can you tell me where a man might find a bed? This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Suck at singing. Take a load <laughs> off, Fanny. And Patrick, you're a vocal. You sing. You're a singer. And you put the loan right on me. Now, see, if you did that with the music in the background, I would have been like, oh, I know that song. Oh, yeah, man. Wow. That was uh, patronizing. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, you idiots. <laughs> if you were better, I would know what you're talking about. Am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, I think you're wrong. Oh, okay. Just because I want to say you're Put your load right on me. Yeah, yeah. Hot. Very dirty of this song. You put the load, put the load. It's good harmonies in that. Do you think they meant it in the dirty way? Uh, No, because it's like 1968. (laughs) Oh, was that word not being used in the dirty way? Uh, I don't think Twitter had come up with the idea that load meant something else. I don't think that was Twitter. I think that was, uh, you know. Just a modernized word. I also don't think Ron Jeremy was around either. Or the PH, the hub, he, if he, you know what I mean. He probably was alive. <laughs> now that has me wondering what, like, the history of... Yeah, where did the term load come from? Well, not, there's not probably a lot that. of those words where you're like, huh. But, like, when did Playboy start? In the 70s. Like, when did well, that start? That's only done, five right? years after. You said the 60s, man. I was going to say, when did that start becoming a medium? Naked bodies. Watching all that. Oh. Uh, I have no idea. Patrick, you're telling me to do things. I was trying to. He was pointing his finger up and down and up. I am well prepared. I have your hotkeys up. I have mine up. Ah, there it is. It doesn't have a huge load either. There we go. There we go. An Odyssey station. (laughs) Boy, I had a fun Odyssey moment this morning. Mm, Yes, you did. Uh, Anyway, uh, the Gigantes and the Doyers are in an epic game five tomorrow. And before we get into this, and we might stretch this out a little bit because the series definitely is worth discussing at length. I had an interesting conversation with one Dusty Hera uh, yesterday, I believe. And we were talking about the series and I was saying, yeah, it's probably going to go five, but I'm disappointed because I think it should go seven. And he said, I disagree with you. He said, I think it's great that this series is as early as it is and only five games. And I said, okay, color me intrigued. You're a sports guy. Tell me why. Please tell me why. And he said... Ain't nothing but a heartache. He said because when these epic series of seven games go down in a CS, that you are so taxed going into the World Series that... You are not at 100% and are probably against the eight ball 
to actually win the World Series. You don't have your starters lined up, your bullpen is taxed, etc. Okay. He said that. I don't know if I believe it, but I wanted it to bring it to both of you to see, is that sound logic? Um, because as a fan, of course we want to see seven games because we want to see more baseball. But from a managerial standpoint, is he on to something? Oh, I'm sure there's there's lot. I mean, there is logic. You're using there. three starters instead of four. You, da, 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 you know what I mean? My mom is in, by the way. This is disconcerting that she texted me this. Hi, Mom. Playboy started in 1953. Hmm. Well, you know. Well, maybe load existed before then. <laughs> um, <laughs> Turning off my mic for a second. <laughs> so I think, there wow. is some, I think there is some logic there. But this is the way I view it. I was it, trying to slip it in there. And it's the way I view it universally. Major League Baseball is in a 162-game season. You should put your mic back on. Yes, sir. I realized that. <laughs> um, the fact that we have a one-game playoff to decide 162-game wildcard teams seems to be the antithesis of what baseball is about. Fair. That is why I've wanted a three-game series for the wild card. although I very much enjoy the drama of the one-game wild card. It's very intense. It's very stressful. If your team's in it, it's insanely stressful. If not, it's just a fun watch. You're talking fans versus quality game. Yeah. But in a in a sport that is meant to be a marathon, not a sprint, why on earth are we sprinting when it matters the most? So that's how I feel about the wild card game as well as the five-game series. Oh, like, you think the five-game series should be seven games? I do. I think we should go... Three game wild card because I I admit you know it's it's the wild card teams they should have a bit of a disadvantage it should be tougher to win that series mm-hmm. and then we should go right to seven 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 because this sport is about what you do over the long term right in the playoffs it means more and it's a much shorter uh, time period but the difference between seven and five is very large very large think about in fact it's too large think about it this way. Boston deserved to win that series against Tampa. They were way better. Agreed. But when Boston went up 2-1, to one, didn't it kind of feel like it was like, oh, boy, it is a real tough hill to climb for Tampa. And in a seven-game series, Boston goes up 2-1, to one, and it's like, well, Tampa's still the best team in the American League. They just win one game to give themselves a chance, right? And it just feels like we're – it. we should be keeping the same theme of a marathon in the playoff version of it. Um, give these teams seven games or, you know, however many it takes to win the series, win four games, give these teams that many games to use all their pieces, use all their strategies, use all of these things and, um, and see who the true winner is, you know, because in all sports, it's, it's tough. Like you were like, I want the true champion to be, to come through. Mm -hmm. And in the NFL, it's a one game playoff and that's really difficult to do. You know, the NHL, a lot of really low seeds will win it. There's a lot of goaltender luck and who's hot and whatnot. But it's down 3 0. Yeah. And like in baseball, it's like we've we've gone through such a marathon of a season that I feel like we should be mimicking that idea in the playoffs um, in the way that the playoffs are formatted. So give me seven game series. I have a counter argument for you. Counter away. Uh, although it is almost exactly half the games. As far as a calendar goes, 
I would argue the NBA is quite similar to Major League Baseball. 82 games, starts in October, ends in June. It's a long season, just like baseball. Starts in April, ends in October. Long season, right? Mm -hmm. The NBA has gone. I know there's an extra round. The NBA has gone to seven games every round. And boy, it's awful. It's awful. There are teams that are clearly better than the other. And now I've got to watch this terrible series play out simply because we thought it's a good idea to do seven instead of five. That's my only concern. And I wonder if because the Dodgers had so many wins for a wild card team, that that is what's changing potentially this narrative. I don't think it has anything to do with the Dodgers. It's just how I feel. Because I didn't need to see more games in Boston, Tampa. I didn't need to see more games in Chicago, Houston. I would also argue I didn't need to see more games in Houston and uh, Milwaukee, Atlanta. But because this one situation where the Dodgers would clearly have won the division every year in their existence, but didn't because the Giants were good. And now we're going to change it and make everything else worse? That's my worry. I think I'm not totally against you because I will watch baseball. I'll watch all those extra games. If the Astros and the White Sox were playing today, I'd watch it. Um, okay. Two things. One, and the baseball is going to fall victim of this next year when it changes. But the reason that seven games is is dreadful in the NBA is because you have too many teams making the playoffs. And I agree. I agree. I know. I, I see where you're coming from on that. And, and there's an extra round of playoffs that probably doesn't need to happen. If you had just saving seven game series for like the top six teams in each playoff or each each conference, wouldn't that be more intriguing? For you, sure. You would get one, six, two, five and three, four. And those would be seven game series. I think that'd be way better than the one, eight, two, sevens, which are almost always abominations and really difficult to watch. Baseball at the moment, with the format that it's in, wouldn't wouldn't it make sense with so few teams making it? And we we know all the teams that are there are really good. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it make more sense to have good seven game series between the two of them, well, or the two of them between the teams that are left? So I see that concern. I think you would probably have some rough seasons in uh, or some rough series in some of those if they went seven. But I think especially the baseball playoffs almost lend themselves to having longer series. The drama builds. Oh, what pitcher are you going to use? This hitter has been cold. The series is he going to come up with the big hit? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's different than the Jack NBA Peterson and his pearls. Uh, yeah, it's different than the NBA. It's just the, the vibe of the whole game and series is different. And I, I, I don't know if the seven games would really affect that unless you just had a really big mismatch, which I suppose with increased playoffs could definitely happen. All right, when we come back, I want to get into this series and get into the nitty-gritty and see what's really going on as Game 5 is tomorrow. Uh, where, How we got here, what we've done, because I, for one, have been entranced by this series. So we're going to do that. Get your, get your thoughts in. T- fan text line 503-250-1080. There's one here that I want to read and get to that when we get on the other side. But before we do that, first, there's my man Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 
503-250-1080 is how you get in touch with us. We are here till 10 o'clock. It's after dark season. It's after dark season. There are a bunch of texts coming in, and boy, do I really appreciate it. Um, there's a and and I made I made the argument in comparison to the NBA, and you know a, a lot of stuff that I see here, and obviously I am biased. Baseball is 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 my jam. This is a baseball show after all. Yeah, but there there, I want to put this in context real quick. A text came in here. It says baseball has twice as many games. Yes, I'm correct. In fact, almost exactly twice as many. However, the NBA is still a grind. You still play about two to three games a week, mm-hmm. right? Only recently has it extended to basically no back-to-backs. And it is it is a player-driven league, so there is almost always a day off in between games. Well, not basically no back-to-backs. They still exist. They just are reducing them. Exactly. There's no. like there's like five or six a year, I think. That's so. what I'm alluding to. Like like they're they're trying to eliminate based on the players' uh, desires. This text says baseball has twice as many games. The NBA is better on every single point. The seven game series are amazing. To me, honestly. And I watch all sports, as it is part of my job. I disagree that seven-game series in basketball is always amazing. Usually the one verse eight does not need to be seven games. It really doesn't need to exist. It really doesn't. And even in those four-game sweep, five-game gentleman sweep, it's not a great product. I'll there go. are times we see in baseball in a five-game and a seven-game series. Like, I remember the Red Sox played the Rockies in in 2004. Or is it 2000? No, it's 2007. Played them in 2007, and it was a not a very good World Series. It was a sweep. Clearly a better team won. I get that. But in early rounds of any sport, I am not interested in adding games for the sake of adding games. I'll go. And the NBA to me does that for two rounds. I'll go even further. Of all the sports that we watch here in America, and even the sports that we watch separately as well, the niche sports that we like, the absolute worst playoffs are the NBA. I think so too. I don't even think it's close. I don't think it's close either. I think that the final two rounds of the NBA playoffs are fascinating. Are fantastic. and, And really, really good quality. But I think that generally speaking, every and I'll say this honestly, it's the same thing I'll say when I try foods. Like I hate olives. I think olives are the bane of my existence. Fair. But I will try them twice a year mm-hmm. because I want to see if I grow a, an acquired taste of them. I've done that with mushrooms, actually. I really used to hate mushrooms. I actually enjoy them a little bit more now, although the texture really bothers me. Job, bro. You ever been to a dead show? <laughs> I see what you did there. But I will try it. Every year I go into the NBA playoffs and say, this is the year it's going to capture me in the first round. <laughs> and I'll sit down on that first Saturday or that first Sunday, and I'll I'll commit that day to the NBA playoffs, and I'll be keeping an eye and, and all that kind of stuff. Inevitably, a game or two go by, I'm out on six of the eight series instantly. Instantly. And, and then I'm like, and then I'm like, okay, well then. I guess I'll watch these games, but I'm already, I'm like bored. In the history of the NBA, we've only seen one eight seed upset a one seed, and it's Golden State over Dallas. Like, we know that answer because it doesn't happen. The NBA playoffs, when you get to the conference finals and the finals, are usually great. Yep. And there, and there are also conference semifinal series that turn out to be great as well. 
This is not. The, there's still great product in the NBA. And I'm playoffs. not bashing the NBA. I just think the seven game series throughout the entire way is a bad argument to die on. And it, and it's it's a personal opinion for me that that is the worst playoffs. My least enjoyed playoffs in all sports is the NBA playoffs. Uh, I love baseball playoffs. I love the hockey playoffs. I love the NFL playoffs. I just don't love the NBA playoffs. I don't. It's it's tough. Yeah. And I think it's because you've got teams that are not deserving of being in there because they put too many teams in there. Right, right, right. Like good basketball is great basketball. Great basketball is awesome basketball. I love basketball. It's actually uh, growing up playing is my favorite sport to play. Um, I think the NBA has just done too many things that uh, make me not love its current incarnation. But don't you guys want to see teams that originally wouldn't have made the playoffs? play to get into the playoffs to, to then get, get swept, swept by the first round? <laughs> no, I don't. It's just more like, basketball. I absolutely don't. Yeah, the play-in tournament, it's a joke. The play-in games, the play-in games could be really cool. Because, I they mean, could be really cool. Because competition is, like, the same. You have a seven seed going against a ten, eight versus nine. Like, the competition and skill, or, like, I guess, that the right scenes, there is cool, but the close. winner of that gives me a terrible product. Yeah, exactly. And then, I mean, I will say that first-round matchups, you can have some good ones. I, I remember Jazz Nuggets a couple years ago, and the bubble was epic when the mm-hmm. Nuggets came back from 3-1. I mean, you can have some good first-round uh, Mavericks, Clippers, and the but bubble those aren't well. one versus eight. They aren't. No, they are not. those are mid-seeds on mid-seed crime. It is And true. that's always good. Like, in theory, White Sox-Astros should have been good. You know, both division leaders. Mm -hmm. They don't have the best record in baseball, but they're not a wild card. In theory, that should be a good series. Braves, Brewers was good. Freddie Freeman just showed up. Well, so, I mean, the way I look at it is this, is you go into the NBA playoffs knowing that multiple series will not be interesting. Exactly. You go into the baseball playoffs knowing that all of them have a chance to be interesting, and 80% of them will be. Right. You go into the NHL playoffs feeling the same way. Right. Uh, The NFL playoffs, one game. All those teams are good once you get to the playoffs. Right. Maybe there's one game where you're like, okay, I don't know who's going to win. Like, I don't know if that team's going to win. But largely, it's going to be good games. The reason I don't like the NBA playoffs is because you know going in that two series are over already. It's like, ah, well, all right, well, the one seed's going to win in four or five games. All right, that's it. When the eight versus one goes seven, it's better than any playoff in any sport. You can have multiple game sevens in the first round. Look, you don't like NBA. That doesn't mean it's the worst. You guys are vomit-inducing. I probably shouldn't have said the last part. But when eight versus one goes seven, how many times does that happen? Once every seven years? And I like the NBA. This isn't an anti-NBA conversation. I like the NBA. I like the NBA, too. I don't like the NBA playoffs until the second round. I don't like the NBA playoffs until the second round. That's all we're saying. Should have been talking about Logan Webb here. Should have been. Should have been. We got carried away. But the good news is we'll do that next. Hot Corner, live from the Willamette, the Willameta. I think that's the first time I've ever said Willamette on this show. I think so. I think it is, yeah. Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. All right, let's get in the nitty-gritty of this. The 
Los Angeles Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants, they're going to play for it all tomorrow night, game five. You know where my brain will be. I will be absolutely glued to that game. Uh, this has been an interesting series so far. I th- it, it, it's a funny thing, Mike, and and back me up on this or counter with this. I think it's safe to say that the Dodgers have been the, if not maybe the best team in baseball all year. However, we have this team of do right all day, every day that finished ahead of them. And here we are in game five. And the series has almost explained that to a T when the giants have won, it has been grind out chess match. And when the Dodgers have won, it's been very much we're better than you. Like the old out athlete, the out athletes, you know, you might, you might keep it close with Bama at halftime and then in the second half, Bama runs away because they just out-athlete you. Except for against Texas A&M? Except for against Texas A&M, who actually has athletes. But, yeah, you are correct. But doesn't this series feel like that? It does. I mean, yesterday was Dodgers had full control. Their backs were against the wall. They're like, look, we're better than you. We got this. Game before was the one nothing win for the Giants. Mm-hmm. Pitching duel, but a lot of little things went the Giants' way. Mm-hmm. Game two, Dodgers had a blowout win. Game one, Giants shut him out again. And Logan Webb was the performance of the playoffs for my money right now. Oh, he was fantastic. Absolutely phenomenal. Charlie Morton might have something to say about it, but he also threw a couple bad pitches, so my money's on Logan Webb. It, it's been a weird series because these two teams have been the best teams in baseball all year. Mm-hmm. Yet, when you watch the games, there's kind of a strange vibe about it. It's You know it's a rivalry series. You know it's the first time they've ever played each other in the playoffs, and you know these teams hate each other, and the fans hate each other. Do you not? Do you kind of get this vibe that there's like this of all the series that this one has this weird lackadaisical vibe to it? Are you getting that at all? No. Okay. Not at all. Because I've watched all the all, all the series. I haven't watched all the games, but I've seen all the series. And anytime I watch this, there's there's just a weird vibe in the air when I watch these games where I'm like, I thought these teams were going to be like bludgeoning each other and and not like in terms of high like run scoring games or anything like that just I thought it was going to be a lot more intense and I feel like I feel like it's a lot more calm than I expected you know what I'm seeing some of these like relief pitchers on other teams and other series like freak out after crazy outs you saw Rodon yesterday against Houston he got out of the inning and he yeah (laughs) lost his ass Nick Pavetta for four trainings for the Red Sox basically like danced off the mound I've seen it in all the series, and in this one, it's been like, yeah, there's been some emotion, but it just seems so reserved considering the two teams playing each other. You know what I You know what I think it is? I think it's a combination of two things. I think, one, it's the Dodgers know this Giants team is good enough to beat them. And two, I don't think we truly understand how good this Giants team is. I mean, I understand that it's... They have the best record in baseball, right? But what I mean is not that they have the best record in baseball, but it's the way this Giants team plays. This Giants team is smart, okay? I was having this conversation with a buddy the other day. Gabe Kapler gets run out of Philly, okay? I don't watch a lot of Phillies games. You don't watch a lot of Phillies games. They got a bunch of guys on the team at the time when Kapler was in Philly that I didn't really care for. You know me, I don't love Harper, blah, blah, blah. 
He tried to bring a lot of analytics in. Yeah, tried to the, do that the stuff. The team was not ready for that. And it failed epically, and they ran him out of town like he was a bum. And we were kind of like, that guy's not going to get a job. Giants hire him. We were like, okay, this ain't going to go well. We and also didn't expect the Giants to be any good this year. Exactly. And so what I'm saying is, is that I think what Kapler has done with this team has made it very serious. Emotions aside. Like professional. Professional. Emotions aside, focus, eyes on the prize. They don't have anybody that has over 30 home runs, okay? They've got... But they Brand- have like 10 guys who have 20 home They've runs. They've got Brandon Crawford and Buster Posey, Posey, a bunch of old guys playing out of their minds right now. They go at the deadline to snag Chris Bryant, who's unhappy in Chicago, and for my money, if you're the Giants, you sign him for as much as he wants, you got a kid in Logan Webb. You've got a pretty good bullpen. And I think what we expected in this sexy, flashy, like a lot of emotion, because the Dodgers can be emotional. Justin Turner, Mookie Betts, you know, Max Scherzer, these Julio Urias, these are emotional guys. Kenley Jansen, you know, Gratterall. You know, there's a lot of emotion on the Dodgers. I think what we all missed myself included, I think what we all missed is that this Giants team is very focused and the Dodgers know it. And the Dodgers know that we're better, but if we're not as focused as they are, they'll beat us. Is there, Do you think there's anything to to the thought that the Dodgers are a little bit nervous to blow it based yes. on how good they are? Yes, I do. And that's why there's not as much energy from that side? I very much think so. And I think a lot of it is because I will never think this. I will never look back on the 2020 postseason and say, the Dodgers won, yeah, but it was a COVID year, wasn't a full season, doesn't count. I don't think that. I will never think that, mostly because that World Series was really great last year. But I wonder if there's a little bit in their mind that they have to prove it, that sure, they got their series last year, but I think that team knows they're on the brink of a dynasty. And they've been to World Series, and they've been to LCSs, and they've lost. And they finally got one, but are people going to take them serious? And I wonder if that looms on their brain. Yeah, I think it could. That might be it. I think the Dodgers, I don't want to say they're playing scared, but there's a nervousness of like, all of this is for nothing if we lose to our arch rival. They're their own worst enemy. I don't think they're scared of the Giants. I think they're scared of themselves. Well, they've been their own worst enemy in the playoffs many times before, too, looking at you, Dave Roberts. And then I think you're right. The Giants are almost just like robots. It's like we are a professional team. We will do what we do, and it's going to work. You know, we've. I don't want to make it sound like there's been no emotion in this series. It's just of the four series in the DS, when I watch these games, it's just a different vibe. And I wonder if it's, some of it is also West Coast teams. You know, there's a different vibe in West Coast fans. It's, it's the playoffs, and it's intense anyway. But I wonder if, if there's a little bit of that involved as well. But – for a rivalry series, I was expecting like Red Sox Rays was nuts in terms of the great. Inten- in the intensity, so much emotion. Yeah, and, both sides. Yes, and then Rosarena was a madman. I mean, Kiermaier. Kiermaier was unbelievable. That's the best Kiermaier I've ever seen, and, and I he's like about that to guy. be on a different team. Uh, <laughs> Nick Pavetta was crazy in that one game. Uh, yeah. I mean, you saw it all across the board. Christian Vasquez, his fat butt, running around a bases. Kike nuts. Hernandez getting eight Kike! straight hits. It's insane. Um, Brewers Braves, we saw it especially in Game Four. The energy mm-hmm. was incredibly high. 
saw it earlier in Astros White Sox. I felt like the White Sox kind of knew they were done a little early in that series, but um, it's just they've all been intense. And then this one's been baseball, mm-hmm. which uh, maybe is a a slight at the sport, but it's like this feels like an August series. But it's not, and it's so strange to me. I think that's why I'm so captivated by it, because it feels so chessy. Mm-hmm. It feels less emotional, which we get in the playoffs, like Tampa-Boston. And we'll get into Tampa-Boston here uh, coming up next. But uh, that felt so much emotion, which was why, like, I got to watch this. This is like a deeper level of baseball. And... I, for one, am for it. I don't think it works best in baseball's favor. I think baseball would love it if Giants-Dodgers was Red Sox-Rays. Yep. A lot more emotion, a lot more wildness. But I think it's better baseball, honestly. There's no controversy. There's no people making dumb mistakes. There's no real manager miscues. It's just who's better than who. Gun against your head. Julio Urias, Logan Webb tomorrow. The, gonna, Giants, the Giants are, are going to be on the bump. You're going to take the Giants? Yeah. I will as well. Uh, I don't see the kid getting rattled. It's in San Francisco. I think the kid was so good in game one. God, he's on his rest. Kapler, I think, managed that game last night brilliantly, even though they got blown out. Everyone got work. Everyone's getting a rest. I like the Giants tomorrow. I do too. I like them in a close game. I like the Giants of the World Series. So, I mean, I... I liked the Rays in the World Series, and I'm not, so well, I, I'm not going to say it. But I, took, I, liked, I, 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 I thought Rays over Giants. I thought Rays over Giants. I took Giants Rays in the World Series as well. So it's just, in order for that to be true, they have to win tomorrow. And no matter how many times the Dodgers have been great, I think Dave Roberts is a horrific manager. I as well. So, We've said it for years. Yes. Um, I'm just. I'm not trusting him to make the right decision in the right moment. I've actually, I shouldn't say he's a horrific manager. He's a good manager because he's had this team good for many, many years. In the playoffs, he's a horrific manager. All right. Well, for the risk of sounding uh, hypocritical, uh, I wish this game was seven series, seven game series. I really do. I think it'd be rad. I'd watch this team. I'd watch these two teams play play three more times. Hell, I'd watch them play ten more times. We come back. Loaded second hour. We'll get into all the other series, and we'll look ahead and see kind of as the American League's wrapped up. We'll look ahead and see everything. There's so much more to cover. This is the Hot Corner, Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.